Hello and welcome to Sound and Vision, aka 2020 Vision, <laughs> aka the best podcast in the world, <laughs> aka the podcast with the best hosts in the world. Anyway, it's Sound and Vision, and I am your host, as always, Ian James. And again, I am joined by the brilliant, beautiful, and so say in quotes, kind of ready, Hope Wade. <laughs> Hello, I'm always ready. And today we are taking a look at movie questions by request and that is the title of this episode 25 yeah that's a is that a fair that's a fair i'll go with that yeah Yeah, i'll I'll take that movie questions by request by request from yeah from people in our lovely group that we have a group of friends yeah, in the Facebook group. In the Facebook we group. Should have, we should have went wider with this, shouldn't we? Yeah, I know. I should have posted on Instagram. Sorry, people. But you know what? Ne- come join. Yeah, yeah, come join the group because, you know, that's where we post all of our questions, I well, guess. That's what we're going to do for now. We'll have 25 episodes and then we'll ask, ask a friend so um, say, or ask someone in the group, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere. Anywhere. Every 25 episodes, we'll ask a question. Okay. Is that what we're doing? I think so. <laughs> yes, if we make it through number 25 episodes. Oh, we will. Okay. I like your faith. Um, <laughs> less kind of ready, more ready now. So yeah, this is episode 25. Um, and these are the questions. So we basically opened up a page requesting people to ask us anything they want movie related. Yeah, I just want to point out people need to come join our page some more. You know, on Facebook, we're at Sound and Vision, and we have our separate one, the 2020 Vision and Nightmare Cinema. Yeah. So we have three good pages. Nightmare Cinema is mostly horror movies. Which, finally enough, is a lot of these questions. (laughs) That people know as well. I know, because we are very into that genre the most, I think. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. I, I love everything, though, so that's why we did Sound yeah, Vision. That, that was what we wanted to do, wasn't it? I mean, it'd been in an easy, ideal world, we could have just answered horror movie questions mm-hmm. all day, or just or talked about horror movies in yeah. general. Um, but like you said, I do you, love all you love, movies. love too much, mm-hmm. um, and wanted to do a little bit of everything, so we're trying to yep. touch a bit of everything. Yeah. And we did the music one recently, um, well, the last episode, wasn't mm-hmm. it, which we uh, talked about Joy Division and New Order, which yeah. seemed to do pretty good. Yeah. So that's inspiring. Yeah. To do I just another. I wish we could play the music. That's my next goal is to try and get that on there. But you know. Yeah, but it's kind of inspiring to keep going with that now. Yeah, yeah, because we love music. Like we both connected on. <laughs> we we connected on horror movies and music. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Me for and sure. you. Yeah. So, um, which we met, you know, online. Yeah. Uh, in the galaxy, far, far away. And we could we could also talk about <laughs> our shared love of food, but that would be really boring. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think that would fit in the group. Although, food is a popular subject on any, <laughs> on any outlet. If you post a, a picture of food, people are all on it yeah. because they want it. So maybe if the viewing <laughs> or listening figures drop down, yeah. we might start calling this sound and vision and taste. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Okay. I'll do it. All right, let's get down to the questions then. Um, what I'll do is I'll read out the 10 questions that we've picked. So okay. 
for the next hour and hour only, okay. we're going to answer these 10 questions the best we can. Okay. And simply, I'll, ask, I'll read it the question, and then you give me the answer, and then I'll follow it up by giving my answer. Okay. And that is the formula that we're going to take. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for telling okay, me. Yeah, just, just Last so you, minute here. Yeah. Thanks. Everything's last minute. I know. I know. And of course, the, the listeners can tell. That's um, the magic happens. What, the last minute? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's really worrying. <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes. Um, <laughs> always best to pull out. Okay, we'll start with the first question then. Um, this is from one of my one of my oldest and best friends, <laughs> Stewie Stevenson. Ah, oh, Stewie. Yeah, exactly. Love him. Um, and he just simply asks, um, although we did originally ask you what my top five Will Smith movies are, but I couldn't... <laughs> <laughs> that, that just gave me a migraine. Um, so, do you even have any? No, I could probably think of one. What's that one? Maybe that we watched one. His film debut, that one movie with uh, the kids. Where the day takes you. Yeah, that's probably the film we'd pick. Yeah, just because he's in it's it. Because he's in it for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, and, he, he and everyone else is great. Yeah, or near enough great. Um, yeah. Okay, so Stuart's question then is: What film would you like to see remade, and why? If you had to remake them if, if a movie remake because I simply say that because I know you share the same opinion as me where really remakes are just are not and not a, not a given I struggle term. with this question this is the one question that I struggle with because I don't even like remakes and I couldn't imagine anything being remade and even like I know there's a couple that we've watched recently and I'm like oh they could have been a little bit better and and I'm just drawing a blank right now yeah, because we kind of briefly went, we picked the questions that we were going to do. Yep. And we very, very briefly, I must add, if anyone's listening, very briefly went through the questions and had a little think about it. And this one stressed yeah. Hope out. <laughs> the most. Hope got in the bath <laughs> with good intentions to relax and think it over. Um, and by the time she came out, she resembled an old woman and the water was freezing cold. <laughs> and she still didn't have an answer. And I was angry. And you still didn't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have an answer. I just can't think of one because I just... Can I just say as well, thank you, Stewie Stevenson, for giving me one of the most miserable evenings <laughs> of my life, by the way. I'll, you know what? You know what's going to happen with me? I'll think about it after the show. And I know there's one that we've watched recently, and I'm like, oh, that could have been better. I wish they would have done that a little bit differently. And you know what? I'm drawing a blank. So I guess I'll put my answer in the group if I ever think about it. <laughs> Well, I mean, these Stewie now has the privilege of knowing he stumped you. I know. He, he beat you. I know. He beat you. Oh, God, shut up. I Nobody spent, beats me. I was going to say, I spent two years and I've got nowhere near beating you. Um, <laughs> personally, for myself, to I'm not beat. I'm not down yet. You sure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You look pretty down last night. No, I'm thinking about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to pass on this one. Uh, <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> and this is why I said, kind of ready, Hope Wade. <laughs> I'm never ready. Um... No, I can't think of one. Oh, um, I'll, uh, can I answer this question? What about remake of a remake? <laughs> they oh, should never. Re- they should have never did that shit. Halloween two thousand eighteen. Oh, don't start off, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Maybe if they would done that better, that would have been nice. <laughs> okay, well, to answer that question, because again, I struggle to think. It's not as I can sit here and give you lists of movies to remake. Yeah, give it to me. You won't even tell what, the me the answer to the question. <laughs> no. Uh, okay <laughs> we'll be back in 10 and it literally will be 10 um yeah okay no i'm lying by the way <laughs> okay um for myself then if i have to just pick one movie two answers Stuart's question yep I, and, and loads of people are going to hate me for this and i know you're not going to think much of me for this but i'm going to pick highlander really? russell mccall is 1986 fantasy movie yeah. why that's such a good movie and you cry at that song I- every time <laughs> Yeah. Every time it comes on a commercial, you cry. I, I know. 
fine. Shh. Um, <laughs> How can you not love it? It's so who sad. Wants exactly. To live forever. <laughs> no it's one sad. after listening to that. Oh, um, it's such a good movie. I can't believe you. Yeah. Right. Okay. My reasoning though for this. Uh-huh. Okay. As much as I like the 1986 cult, no cult movie, okay. uh, I think it's you know a fun 80s movie. I grew up on it and all the rest of it. Uh, mm-hmm. The sequels are absolutely appalling. But I'd like to see the first one remade only because I think the story is really, really good. Um, yeah. and, it re- and it interests me, having this kind of immortal line of someone who can keep going forever and then there can only be there can be only one and all the rest of it. We should do a podcast on the island or something. <laughs> Just so I keep doing these really lame impressions. And you can cry when I play the little yeah. song. And, yeah, yeah because everyone wants to see that probably most people are going to want to want to see me cry after i just picked the islander um no just for the simple reason i think it's a really good story and i think if made today mm-hmm. and there's nothing to do with effects and stuff i just think and it sounds really bad as well but i would even drop the queen saying right no loads of people love it because of that right no no, no just bear with me here, it but, moves you i know but just bear with me right <laughs> i would do it deadly serious i get someone like christopher nolan to direct it because i think he'd be perfect at it because oh, okay. of the time lapse and stuff mm. fantastic i wouldn't cast a frenchman in the lead role as a scotsman mm-hmm. and and i love the fact as well it's the one time that sean connor is allowed to be scottish <laughs> and he's got to play an egyptian <laughs> I mean, there's so many little things that just don't quite work for me. Clancy Brown's a great villain in that. Oh, now you're just nitpicking. No, yeah, but I just I think it's such a good story. I'd like to see it made really seriously and in, in highbrow and arty and okay, which takes it completely away from the kind of film it is. So my answer for that question, and I could sit here all day, we haven't got the time, but is one film and I'd like to see remade, The Highlander, just because I think it could be better. There we go. Okay, I'll take it. Do you have any others? No. <laughs> um, okay, so question number two. Yes. Um, what sequel do you think is better than the first film? And this was given by Mark French, who's probably screaming. If he's listening to this now, which I hope he is, you'll be screaming at me for that Islander answer because he's a big fan. So you, you, Everybody's screaming. Yeah, I'm sorry, everyone. Even no, your insides <laughs> are screaming because you just you are so moved by that movie. So I, I, I don't yeah, get it. Like completely. why you would want it to be made? I just I don't know. Okay, let's, let's get let's get the question too. Okay? okay, so what sequel do you think is better than the first film? Is there anything that jumps out at you this time? Um, Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night Two. That one's a good one. Yeah, because the first Prom Night with Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, which is a straight head slasher movie, isn't it? Yeah. It's good. Um, Made in the wake of Halloween. Yeah. And hello, Jamie Lee Curtis turned up. Yeah, it just fell a little short for me. I don't know why. It just it was all over the place. I just thought part two was so much better. But I mean, the sequel only in name, really, isn't it? Other than the setting of the school. I know, because it's a little bit different. Um, well, completely different, really. Yeah, like I said, actually, the only links to yeah. all these films, are, and, and, and I think that's like four prom night movies now, yeah. um, is, is the school where it's set. And that was a marketing um, ply by the Canadian company that made it, that so they could keep making, but you know, using the prom light um, name, the brand mm-hmm. name, almost to keep making these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second movie, Mary Lou, which you just picked, which I I really enjoyed too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is 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 her own movie, isn't it? Again, it does focus on teenagers, like I said, it is set in that school, but it's a completely different story. It's more Carrie esque. If anything, it's more of a riff on Carrie this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's not to sell it short. It's a very low budget movie. Yeah. Michael Ironside's in it. It's good. Um, like yeah, and yeah, no, I would agree. Because I mean, I, kills I don't connect. Stuff. I don't really connect the two. Like I'm sure you don't either. No, I but don't. in terms of having a part two or yeah. a second part, mm-hmm. I think that's a fair comment. Yeah, that's a good one. So I is liked that, it. You can. Is that good? Your answer. Yep, that's my choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
then for the sequel thing, because there's loads of really good sequels that I really, really like, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and just off kind of the top of my head, really, um, thinking these three was like, the, obviously The Godfather 2, Mad Max 2, uh, Bride of Frankenstein, Dawn of the Dead. You know, these are all follow-ups to the first film. Um, mm-hmm. The Empire Strikes Back, you know, uh, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, and that's like a third part, um, but still a sequel. And you could, you know, that would go as far as franchises as well. So I could even pick from Russia with Love for Bond, which I think is an improvement over the first one, Doctor No. Mm-hmm. Um, but as much as I like all the films that I just listed, and I really do, most of them I don't think are better than the first film, even though they're very, very good follow-ups and they're great examples of a follow-up. Magnum Force I could also pick. Rocky Two I could also pick. Mm-hmm. I like them all, but they're not as good as the first movie. And the only one I can really... That I struggle with, and it's the only, this is the only time. If anyone ever says to me, "What name a second movie that's better than the first one?" The only time I ever really struggle to answer the question is Aliens, and I'm going to pick that okay. because for me, I struggle to pick whether I prefer Alien, Ridley Scott '79, or James Cameron's brilliant 1986 action yeah. epic Aliens, which I really do. And it depends on what day it is. I kind of wither between the two. Yeah. So it's the only time I'll ever really be stuck to answer the question mm-hmm. is if someone brings up aliens, you know, which is better. So my answer to Mark's question, um, for me personally, is aliens. Okay. Okay. You happy with that? I guess so. Yep. I'm okay. happy. <laughs> That's your choice. Yeah. It's not my choice. It's your choice. I know. <laughs> Take it. Accept that. Move on. Okay. Next question. Um, Take it. You already have. Question three. <laughs> we have from Stuart McKenna. Stuart. Yeah. I like Stuart. I oh, know he's your little buddy, isn't he? Yeah, he is. A anyway. Little, isn't he a little Scottish man? Yes. I don't think he's little, but... Well, I hope, God, <laughs> hope to God that you don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> Name your favourite horror... I meant in height. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so did I. Um, <laughs> of course. His question is, name your favourite horror documents. This is the first little horror horror questions we're going to kind of end up going into because people just know us too well. But his question is, what is your favourite horror documentary? Yeah, well, we also have made. comedy in there somewhere, don't we? Don't worry, it's gonna... Horror documentary. Yes. We share an answer on this as well, I think, so it'd be quite an easy one to answer. Oh, The Exorcist. Yeah, The Fear of God. Yeah. Mark Commode's documentary. Brilliant. Uh, that freaked me even as much as the movie, I think. Yeah. Like, watching the movie. Yeah, the 1998 it's, documentary by Mark Commode called yep. Fear of God, mm-hmm. which is, I know is your answer for this question, and I, I, we'll probably give the same answer on that because I feel the same way, just because mm-hmm. I think it's really in-depth. Because um, he, he kind of interviewed everyone involved in the project. Yeah. Um, which was great. You know, principal cast members, people behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and also filled out, you know, everything you need to know really about that movie. I, I, yeah. I would just point people straight in that direction and say, go and see the documentary. Yeah. Because it's that good. Yeah, it's very good. And, like, the strange happenings that was happening behind the scenes the curse the, the curse of the exorcist of the exorcist which that is just it, it freaks me even more um what's that movie that we watched not too long ago was it lights out or something like that about true story was it about a ghost uh in an apartment and it's it's up it's up in Nottingham, it, isn't it? Uh, oh no! Oh, I can't think. Is it, no, it's not when the lights go out. Is it? When no. the lights go out, something like that. But that that documentary was a little. Didn't they do a little documentary the, on, about yeah, it? Yeah, which is kind of accompanied it on the DVD, and that's terrible now because you've asked me a movie, and, and for, for the life of me, I can't think. I'm <laughs> I sure see. I stumped you this time. I'm pretty sure it's when the lights go out, which is is based on the um, the monk, isn't it? Yes. Yes. The po- Pontifrac. Yeah. Monk, the monk of Pont- oh, I can't remember. Now. And well, they say there was like a couple 
different ghosts. There was the monk and then there was another, I thought there was another ghost that was haunting the apartment. But um, that was an interesting documentary. The, the Black Monk Pontiff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get there in a minute. It's good. I don't know <laughs> what it's called, but it's something lights out, something like that, but it's very... It's was it when good. the lights go out? I when think. the lights go out. And, and the, the, the piece that you're talking about, which is, like I said, accomplished the movie, which is a low-budget English movie made a few years ago, um, yeah. based on this this happening from the late 70s, early mm-hmm. 80s, I forget now. But the film itself is not quite there, is it? But the, the, the accompanying documentary, which, you know, is the base of facts yeah. of that, is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and my cousin... Went actually, there. actually went there to yeah. the eggs and, and stayed for the night. Yeah, part of a pa- paranormal yeah, activity group. Actually, and I even got an offer to go. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. We we just should have went. Yeah, we should have. The Exorcist in that one was really good, and then there's also the Nightmare on Elm Street one. Yeah, great. I was, was going to say um, Never, Never Sleep, Sleep Again. Yes, that, that, that ten hours. I think it's like, it's like some, oh, not ten hours. It's about eight hours though. In in, in oh no, it's a ridiculous amount of hours, isn't it? It's really long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a really good one, and there was a um. I think it was Camp Crystal Lake. There was a Friday. Oh, the memoirs. Yeah. Camp Crystal Lake memoirs. There was one they did a few years ago, wasn't it? On that? Yeah, I seen bits and pieces of that. Yeah, and it had, I think Tom Savini and stuff was in it. Yeah, and Corey Feldman and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. So those are all good ones. Yeah, no, no, mm-hmm. that's a good, the- good shout on the one. I, mean, I feel really bad now we didn't research this properly and give someone the proper title. Oh, as soon as we get the real title, we'll put it up in the group. Yeah, Because it is a good watch. But um, I highly recommend The Exorcist. That was like my top favorite i mean i was watching it and it was just like watching the movie it was freaking me out just you know behind the scenes just people talking about it freaks me out yeah i love it okay so that hopefully that answers Stuart's question although we i think we spent far too much of that question talking about length um okay so moving on to the next You're one very anal today oh dear god that hasn't helped um length and anal so the next question which comes from um jason reed Oh, okay. Okay. Um, this is top five comedy movies. No, this is a little little genre you you enjoy. I do. Yeah. I love comedies. Comedies and horror are great. And I hate when people say horror and comedy don't go together because I like good comedy horror. You do. It's good, and it's funny because I don't think there is comedy horror in my list right now. Which <laughs> <laughs> because there's so many comedy films you love, though. Yeah, so yeah. The horror ones are not going to get in there, are they? Well, there's yeah, there's a ton, but so how do you answer Jason Reed's question? I would say the jerk. Oh yes, Carl Reiner is one of the top comedy movies ever because how can you not love it he hates the cans (laughs) he hates the cans he hates the cans i love it yeah it's just a great movie like as every line in it is hilarious and steve martin has just did a wonderful job in that movie i like anything steve martin does yeah especially from that period as well yeah anything what is that movie he does all of me all of lily tomber yeah that's funny even in the series, like the parenthood, he still acts a little jokey in that, you know. And it's just, he's just good all in that period. Um, second, I would have to say Serial Mom. John Waters. John Waters. Any John Waters movie, Serial Mom and Female Trumbull, or it's just hilarious. Do you think that John, um, do you think that um, Serial Mom's the funniest of the bunch for yeah. you, personally? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one, I guess, is has horror theme in it. Um, all of the vacation movies, especially European Okay, so basically you're going to lump those three films. Yeah, because Because we ignore the Vegas ones. No, <laughs> Vegas doesn't exist. No, that would, that would never But happen. Christmas in European, I'm always tied because I crack up at both of those movies. Yeah. You know. And you often quote them, right? Yeah, I do. I do quote them. So, <laughs> that, so that, that just vacation in, in one movie. Yeah. Condensed. 
vacation condense together. Yeah. And I would say um, 16 Candles, just because that movie is funny. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall, how can you not, you know, laugh at him being the geek, the farmer Ted. And the donger. And the donger, long duck dong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just love him. Like, that whole movie that is is excellent. And comedy piece, John Hughes. And your last choice? Oh, I only got one choice. Can I do two? Yeah. Okay, I'll do um, Raising Arizona, Nick Cage. By the Coen Brothers. Yep. Uh, Holly Hunter. Isn't it Holly Hunter? Yes. Uh, John Goodman. John Goodman. And I was going to say Dan Conner. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of that, that movie's excellent. And Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Check a recent one in. Yep. I love Napoleon. Yeah. I have to throw a recent one in. And you, and you quote that one as well yeah quite a bit don't mm-hmm. you yeah it's a great movie hmm comedy okay it's hard because again like you said there's a lot to pick from i think there is there a carry-on film in there yes i know of course oh, yeah how can i not um yeah very difficult again it's so hard i mean to try and pick five in five alone i, I mean this is for me really i picked the five films that kind of make me laugh mm. today you know, because this sort of thing's like yours are going to slightly alternate, although I do come back to the ones I'm going to pick anyway, I suppose, more than any other. And in no particular order either, but the first choice I pick is Aeroplane. Oh, yeah. Right, just because I watched it <laughs> a million times as a kid. Yeah. Um, and it was when we kind of all watched together. Mm-hmm. Even my mum liked yeah. that one. Um, yeah, it's great. And my dad and my sister, so we watched that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, I kind of like all that. Um, yeah. Jim Abrams, Jerry Zucker kind of humor, like the, the Naked Gun and um, love... Top Secret and stuff. I kind of like all those films. Not does it just make me laugh? Who's you know? the girl in it again? The woman in Aeroplane. Yep. And Julie Agatha. Yeah, the main. Yeah. Yeah, because she's in Just Friends. She oh, okay. plays uh, Ryan Reynolds' mom. Oh, does she? And she's hilarious. Yeah, she's Aww. she's just great in it. It's a fun. That's a funny movie too. Love yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Aeroplane take is one spot. Um, Oh, Jason, dummy for the question. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Okay. Because I love the Python stuff again. Mm-hmm. That's under Dame from my dad. Um, and as much as everyone loves Life of Brian and stuff, I prefer the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. And I always did. Just completely absurd and ridiculous. Just, again, makes me generally belly laugh, laugh. So I will pick Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And also, like you said, yeah, yeah, I have to pick a carry-on. Because like, that's something else I grew up on. My humour all kind of stems from, from growing up, mm-hmm. um, as, you, as you can tell by these answers. And I mean, why did you start with that? I mean, carry on, I could do a whole podcast on carry on, right? Because, so you you're know, lumping it like my vacation <laughs> I'm half tempted to, yeah, because I can come in on... I mean, there's any sort After of, you give me shit for yeah. lumping movies together, all but right, you're no, no, going to do I'll, it. Just I'll pick one. Carry on... Screaming and camping. Okay. <laughs> can I have two? Yeah, okay. Um, I'll give you two. Screaming and Carry camping. on screaming, carry on camping is the two I picked today. Okay. And probably, and even though there's other ones I really like, those are probably the two I've watched the most. Yeah. Um, and I, I could bore everyone listening with quotes from those, but I won't. Um, so yeah, carry on would, would definitely have to be in there. Oh, like you said, it's so hard. Man with Two Brains. Mm-hmm. Again, I absolutely love. And again, I share that particular thing with you over Steve Martin's mm-hmm. early films. Um, and as much as I like the joke and I do, it's very good. I pick with the Man with Two Brains, seen it more, quote it more. So that's it's a good movie. another choice for me. And then after that, like you said, yeah, there's the John Waters stuff, which I could pick, and something like Ferris Bueller. My love for Woody Allen as well, especially the early stuff when he's just being slapstick and funny. Bananas, Sleeper. I don't know. For the last choice, I'm going to pick Pink Flamingos by John Waters. Just because it's so <laughs> ridiculously <Yeah>. sleazy, <laughs> and it appeals to like a sense of humour that I don't let out in public often. <laughs> yeah, but as much as it disgusts me, it also makes me laugh. Bird um, is the word. Which, yeah, oh god, did you have to? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> just erase that memory from the podcast. We've done this, this back. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to pick um, John Waters' uh, Pink Flamingos to answer that question. Okay. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. Now this is a question. This is question number five. So we're flying through these, okay. um, which is great. This is by the brilliant Ron. Oh. Ron Quimby. Yeah, well, love loving this group. Yep. I think the guy's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I forgot, to, and you're going to hate me for this because okay. I forgot to give you this question yesterday. Oh, so, fuck me. Are you serious? You want me, what now? Do you want me to turn this off? <laughs> okay. Um, right. If there's a pause, then you know. I have to come back. <laughs> I promise everyone it won't be long. Five like, minutes. I said I have the Donna Martin syndrome. Like, I, I'm stumped at like any kind of questions. If you go take a test or anything, questions, I just go blank. That's me. Okay. Like, well, we're going to find out. I'm now, like Donna Martin. I'm about to land this one on you. 90210. Uh, right yeah. There. No, yeah. See, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Every episode. I think you missed like two in 25. Um, okay. This question is from Ron and it is, who is your favourite new director or new filmmaker? Oh. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, somebody who kind of just, just came alive in the last six years. I like the, is it Ari Aster? Yeah. He, he does really good stuff. Yeah. I really had high hopes for that one guy who did um, The Mother of Tears. Argento. Not Mother of Tears. What's that movie? See, I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the one that did piercing and he just did, he's about to do oh, the, eyes the, of, the eyes of my mother. The eyes of my mother. See, it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just fucking backwards, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I, I had high De- hopes def- for Definitely him. not an episode for your kids. No. But see, he... He, I, I really liked the, his first movie. His yeah. second movie sucked. I know he's doing a remake of something. And now he? he's doing the remake of The Grudge, and Sam Raimi is like, um, he's like a co-producer. Or he's an executive producer, isn't he? Yeah. And, and of course, that's something that's already been remade, which Sam Raimi had. Many, many so this times. is a, this is the answer to your question earlier on. This is a remake of a remake. I know we don't need that. We don't need that shit. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen it. And, and you don't want I to don't see think it. I want to see it because I like the you know the yeah. original. Yeah. Um, and the remake was eh, it was okay. Is that the one with Sarah Michelle yeah. Gellar, right? Yeah, yeah, it was okay, but yeah. you know nothing beats the original. But I think you know hopefully he does something else else, and I would decide if I if I like him. Do you remember his name, Nicholas something? I can't. I'm really sorry. I can't. Nicholas. I don't know. He's but a young lad, isn't he? <laughs> not the eyes of your mother. Is the eyes of your mother? Yes, eyes of your mother, yeah. Okay, did I get that right? This, this time, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did I say the first time? Mother Tears, which is now Dario Argento. I don't think Argenta. I said that. Uh, go back and check it out. Um, okay. To answer that question yep. for myself, mm-hmm. and although you've almost you've answered it for me, I would pick Peter Strickland. I know, I was thinking him too. I like him. Um, He's very young. And I've followed him right from the beginning, yeah. so I'm not going to jump um, in Zoom. Let's, let's listen to you. Yeah, let's do it, because that would be really good. Um, <laughs> no, let's but that, to I've Mr. said Snob to you before. Here. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Um, but I did mention Chet before, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. So I told you the whole background. Yeah, he does like Peter Strong. Um And followed him right from yeah, Catelyn Varga. Yeah, good. I like his stuff. Um, yeah. There's still and he's getting better. That's the good seen. thing. He's actually getting... It's getting better. Yeah. I like his style. Yeah. So... He has good vision. Hopefully that answers your question, Ron. Mm-hmm. And also, hopefully you enjoyed the rantings of Hope Wade. Because <laughs> <laughs> personally, I think that was the best question so far. Just because people get to hear the rantings of Hope Wade, which... Uh, just the best. <laughs> I'm a, one day there's going to be like a. I'm going to piece them all I together. I want a whole, yeah, I'll, I'll a montage of, of of your clips, um, of you ranting because it's so good. Oh, it's too good. That um, would just be fucking shit and that shit. That's oh fine, dear god. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so the next question. The next question. Um, Give it to me. The, what the question? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, ten minute break. Another ten minute break. <laughs> <laughs> it might be longer this time. This is too many times already. Um, okay. This is um, this is from Joe Morrison. Yep. And this is um, what are your top? It's funny this. It's going to get very horror related now. Um, but this one is what is your top three horror movies for both of? So what's your top three? Top just just the best three for you personally. Okay, top three would be Sleepaway Camp. Top. Yeah. In order or just three? I don't know. Just I'm just picking three. Okay. Uh, Sleepaway Camp, Buoy Omega, and uh, which is Beyond the Darkness, but it's a Joe D'Amato film, and Halloween. Yeah. I would have to go Halloween. And you know what's funny is because... Two Face and 18? Fuck, no. Um, <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Yeah. Okay. And I would have to say Halloween. And it's like I was saying, um, Jason is my favorite. I love campy horrors. I love anything to do with a camp outside, kids getting killed, having sex, doing drugs, all that good stuff, and getting killed. And Jason is... Just like growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it reminds me of growing up. And Jason is just um, my favorite, like, I would say... Franchise. Char- franchise character. But Halloween is, like, one of the best movies, I think, that... Because they both freaked me out as a kid, um, Halloween and the first Friday the 13th. But I would have to go Halloween just because it has everything good element in it and the babysitters and you know it's just good i like it another interesting fact because you know me and you've spoken over the last couple of years uh, in depth mm. especially about horror films and stuff and it's quite funny because that would be your top three the, the first time i ever met you mm. and then to this day it's your top three again it's, it's almost like they, which is great which means you know you absolutely love those movies mm. i mean do you ever see anything ever challenging that that top three i don't think so just because maybe they had like an at that time that I saw them, it, it struck, like, something. Do you know what I mean? Like, it made me enjoy the genre even more. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you see something and it's just like, whoa, like, that's just going to change my my Her- thing, everything forever. Yeah. Like, when I go rent movies, when I go watch something, it's always going to refer back to something like that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Sleepaway Camp, I remember I bought picked that up for two dollars at a video store um on vhs and i was just blown away by it you know it's like one of those movies and you share it with all your friends and they're like oh my god and it changed them too the way they saw it you know what i mean so i think movies like that is um especially you know and i wasn't that young when i saw buoy omega like you know i was maybe teenager too and that was just an italian horror that i just fell in love with so i don't know should i i don't know i just love them and they will remain they will probably (laughs) remain in my top three forever yeah because i just have deep love for them okay top three horror films for me you know again love the genre as much as you and probably want i want to list about 50 Mm -hmm. which i I hate hate narrowing it down to Mm -hmm. to, to three i hate even 10 like that freaks me out i can't do it yeah, because I always ask you that, don't I? Um, yeah. So to, to answer um, Joe's question, if to pick my top three this very moment, and, and it, like, again, it doesn't change that much, number one would be The Exorcist, mm-hmm. which, you know, I could spend all day explaining, but I won't. Um, so the top three for me would be The Exorcist, um, The Innocence by mm-hmm. Jack Clayton from 1961, which I absolutely adore. And 
No, I would pick Donut now, but I always see it as a, such a bigger movie than just a horror movie, so I'm not going to pick it, for that, only for that reason. If, if I've got to pick a top three, then it will be The Exorcist, Donut Now, and The Innocence. But because I don't want to lump Donut Now in with that, mm-hmm. I will pick The Exorcist, The Innocence. And um, for me, for personal reasons as well, um, Blood on Satan's Claw. Um, just because I sometimes certain films just need a bit more pushing out there, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, just love that movie and I've seen it very young and it, it kind of really that was when that made yeah. a mark on me when I was really young mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to pick that but like you said I mean you could sit here and there and say oh what about the, you know I want, to pick, I want to pick Psychomania I want to pick The Brood I want yeah. to pick whatever but okay so to answer that question The Exorcist The Innocence and for today Blood on Satan's Claw yeah it's all good okay next question is from our very own rock star Dave Mazur yeah dave yeah he's the man yeah and <laughs> he chimed in with most iconic monster it was your most iconic monster godzilla and i know he agrees with me so i mean that just that's one that i grew up on i used to go see the movies all the time my mom used to take me to see godzilla yeah, movies there's literally like hundreds of sequels to it isn't it yeah i, love I it. couldn't i couldn't tell you i mean i've only ever seen about two or three of them and i'd watch every one of them <laughs> there was even a cartoon of it I remember watching when I was growing yeah. up um, so yeah I suppose Iconic answers that question the fact they made a cartoon out of it um, yeah I think him um, Godzilla and Frankenstein are probably the most yeah because it, I mean, again that was something else we kind of discussed on that question is is what defines a monster yeah because some say Dracula would be but I don't I don't define I don't see him as a monster I don't know why I just don't see him as a monster yeah it's, it's a big question. I mean, I'd, yeah. where do you start to answer it? Yeah. Um, in terms of, I mean, to scale things down. And I've got to do the classic cliche, but if you're going to go for Godzilla, then I have to do King Kong. <laughs> of course. Um, and I'm talking about the 1933 version, not that horrible, bloated piece of shit CGI remake by Peter Jackson, which I fucking loathe with The passion. 77? No, I got I no, like but, that I, one. No, I got, that one's fun. Was it 77? There's 76. 76. Uh, John the one with Jeff Bridges and uh, Jessica Lang, which, yeah. is, which is fun. That's my favorite. I'm on about that horror three hour Peter Jackson piece of shit that yeah. I hate but the furry free version is the, is boss it's the best um, so most iconic monster basically we're having our very own Godzilla versus King Kong moment here um, and that's us and we're gonna, yeah we'll go with that as, Godzilla's it, gonna win as an answer okay no <laughs> on to the next question okay then this is this is a classic Andy Wyatt kind oh, of question no. now, I'm sure he could have asked us the sensible question but of course he wanted to push our buttons and take the piss and so therefore he's, it's a split question yeah. uh, one for you one for me um, <laughs> and it, to me it's the toughest question ever right because he's asked me for, <laughs> what are your top five Blue Mouse movies oh come on that's easy I can't even think of fucking one I like for that um, but so oh while, yes you do so while I mull on isn't, so, isn't Sinister uh, Bloom House yeah that's a good movie yeah, um, while I mull on that question, <laughs> he's also chucked one out for you as well and give you your most hated subgenre of horror by asking for your top five zombie movies. You know what's funny is as I'm going through them, maybe I don't hate it as much because oh. I did pick, um, maybe maybe Andy brought something out in me, made me think about it. I think I, I hate the new newer versions of zombies. I don't like the fast, like, you know, running. The ones that run. I hate that shit. No, they're brain dead. They don't need to run. They don't run. They need yeah, to do the, the zombie aren't dance. Aren't they genetically modified now or something? Aren't they kind of... Oh, fuck me. I don't <laughs> know. Well, that's how they were too in um, the one I listed. 
death warmed up. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. a film by um, Alberto Lenzi called Nightmare City that came out in 1918. That's the first yeah. kind of zombies that run everywhere. Yeah. Okay, um, so it's no good thinking that Danny Boyle come up with this with 28 Days Later because it was already yep. done years before. Mm-hmm. But most people will give that credit to Danny Boyle and, for, and for that movie. And Death Warmed Up, they were kind of running. Yeah, which like still that. doesn't predate Alberto Lenzi's movie, but. Yeah. Is the low budget one? It was before twenty. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, the one from New Zealand made yeah. in eighty four. Yeah. So what are your five? Yeah. Well, uh, I'll say that one is so one death, of them. Death warmed up. Yeah, it's a great movie. If nobody's ever seen it, you should see it. It's a great zombie mutant zombies. Would you call them? I'm... I don't know. They're genetically modified <laughs> into zombies. Like your guess is as good as mine. Though. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like I said, I'll go with that. Let's see. Night of the Comet, of course. Okay. Night of the Comet's one of my favorites movies ever. And I even made your son watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are like, no, no. I'm like, yeah, you watch it. And he loved it. And yeah. how can you not love it? it you know yeah, what I mean? Good, good Gene. Enjoyed that one a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he did love it. Dawn of the Dead, of course, because... George Romero's 78 original. Oh, yeah. Not the remake or anything. Uh, wasn't that... That one had, like, some crazy zombie baby in it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, you know, mall, zombies, that's all you need. There yeah. you go, right there. Okay, two more. Zombie Nightmare, it has to be one of the best. This, is, this is a movie that is often called one of the worst movies ever made <laughs> from the late 80s, <laughs> uh, which incidentally for anyone listening is the first film that we watched together and we did so is, it, is that why is that why because it reminds you of no, me no because i like <laughs> okay um no special no special place in your heart for that um <laughs> no because i i fell in love with thor that day oh dear god <laughs> he does rock and roll nightmare and he does zombie nightmare yeah and he, he and he enters into um zombie nightmare, the film you're speaking of he enters in with two baseball bats, one swinging in his hand, one swinging in his pants, <laughs> yeah. which Hope was very quick to notice. <laughs> I um, was like, look at that bulge in his pants. <laughs> but he, he likes to show off his body, too, because remember in uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare, it's like, fuck the girl. Like, we won't show boobs and tits. We'll just show get, my ass. Get a shot of me in the shower. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fantastic. Um, we'll show my muscles and my ass, and that's all you need. But Zombie Nightmare, great film. Okay. And, uh... Last bit. Adam West is in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, the best Batman. The best Batman. Yeah, there you go. West is best. Um, I'll have to go with White Zombie. The 1932. 1932. Yeah. Better Lugosi movie. Yeah, it has to. I don't know, just because that's a classic. Yeah. You know. No, yeah, no, no, no. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, Um, And that's the hypnotic zombies as well, is it? Isn't the kind of dead rising Mm -hmm. from the grain? This is old school yeah hip, hypnosis on um that high td kind of culture and stuff yeah. isn't it? that um voodoo culture then mm-hmm. um yeah i love the voodoo culture yeah. Yeah. and bella goes has some killer eyebrows in that as well, <laughs> if i remember correctly <laughs> oh he'd be all he'd be hip now like everybody has caterpillar eyebrows and who doesn't love bella Gozi? yeah it's um, a great one and i'll throw in pontypool was a good one so i don't know and andy maybe you're just um making me think i like zombie movies some um, because then there's like a uh, city of the living dead and you know there's just so many good ones but yeah um, I, maybe oh I'll, I'll clarify i don't like the new zombie Okay, so one little question for me before we finished out. So, you don't like The Walking Dead? Uh, I used to, and then oh. it got shit. Oh, okay. Well, controversial. Yeah. Um, 
Yep, it, it just turned to shit, I think, after season four or something, and I just never looked back, so. Okay, not one to dodge a question, so mm-hmm. I will answer the Blue Maze question. Which, okay. Yeah, see, see, I don't dodge questions, okay? So he's asking me to pick... What are you saying? I'm dodging questions? No, You're I'm pointing just, that if... pen at me, like, I'm doing something wrong here. That ain't my pen. <laughs> um, okay, so basically, no, that was my bat. <laughs> Thor. Um... Okay, so I'm going to pick five movies that Bloomhouse had a hand in, Jason Bloom's company had a hand in producing, which, yeah. I, which I either kind of tolerate or I don't mind. Um, Whiplash, because that, basically Bloomhouse or Jason Bloom helped finance the movie. Okay, That was too much drum for me. I didn't like Yeah, but standing <laughs> drum. Um, oh, it was too much. Can give me a headache. <laughs> yeah, okay. You stick to Thor's ass in the shower. I'll go I with will. the drummer. Okay. Um, so I'll pick Whiplash. Sinister is okay. I can sit through it. Jesus, this is struggling with this. Um, you know it's good. It's a good one. It's okay. Uh, Ethan Hawke completely saved it. Yeah. Um, the Gift, which again was watchable. Joel Egerton and Jason Bateman. Oh, yeah. I, that was the Bloom House. I yeah. Know that. So, you know, I was going through this list of... That's okay. Well, that's what I found myself doing. I was going through this list. Because everyone knows fucking Annabelle, The Conjuring, and all that shit. I fucking despise out of a passion, which Andy White knows, and that's why he checked the question at me. I wish they would have named that different, though. Okay. That movie. Right. Well, I'll start digging through the movies, though. Mm-hmm. Right. That were there. So I have to work my way for this list to find okay. five that I could pull out. So I'll pull Whiplash out. I'll pull The Gift out. I'll pull Sinister out. Mm-hmm. Get Out, I'll pick by Jordan Peele, okay. um, which, unlike a lot of people, I don't, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was the best thing ever, and I'm not talking about Oscars and all the rest of it, but I don't think it was as bad as everyone else thought it was yet. You know, even though it was just a riff on Ira Levine's movies and, and um, Stepford Wives in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, I didn't mind it. I've seen it a hell of a lot worse. And weirdly, Lords of Salem, which is also... Oh, that's a Blue Mace? Blue Mace had a hand in producing it, yeah. Oh, well, so, I like that one. So that's the only go. zombie uh, movie that I like, Rob Zombie. Oh, because I was gonna say it wasn't in your top five zombie <laughs> movies. Uh, okay, so that's to answer the... your question, I hope that does it. That's I know, f- I'm surprised they didn't ask about with. the Rob Zombie uh, or Tarantino. No, no one checked that question yet. You snooze, Shame, you lose. absolutely. <laughs> okay, so we're moving into the last set of questions now. Okay. Three or four more to go now. <sighs> The pressure, okay. the pressure. Okay, this is of David McCallion then, who is pretty. I'm pretty sure is the biggest fan of our show. Yeah, <laughs> and so he's he's my favorite. Okay, so that's why I'm, I'm saving all his questions. Oh, is he your favorite child? <laughs> yeah, I'm saving. I'm saving all his questions to the end. Okay, um, you didn't have a favorite. Well, I do. Okay, thanks, David. Um, <laughs> and basically, his question for both of us is: What is your favorite? Who, who are? your favourite director, regardless of genre, so not just horror, or, or maybe all horror, depending on personal choice, who is your favourite directors of all time? Oh, I had to look at my list. I think mine is mostly... Uh, it's okay. A horror. It's okay. Wait, how many do I have? One, two, three, four, five, six. I have six. Oh, okay. Go on, I would, like, I love... So I'm picking this on movies that I would watch everything that they do. Or at least give it, yeah, give it a look, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, I mostly like everything they, that they put out I, okay i like their films like and i'm not really ever hardly disappointed by them um john waters of course is my number one yeah love him best um i would go joe d'amato the italian sleaze meister the italian sleaze he's so sleazy i mean what's that nun movie that i love so much <laughs> Comments and beyond beyond the convict walls or <laughs> images beyond the convict walls. Yeah, that's a great Some movie. Some exploitation. Oh, 
Yeah, just lots of dirtiness in that one. Um, but, you know, like I said, he does Bowie Omega and just so many different yeah, films. Absurd. Um, Emmanuel's Revenge. Yeah, really good. As well. yeah, yeah, good movies. Um, John Hughes. Of course. I have to. I, he's yeah. just the king of ever, you know, all that. He's like my, my youth, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. growing up, he was just everything that I love. Stuart Gordon. Yeah. It, I love everything that he does, uh, from Beyond, Castle Freak, Dolls. Reanimator. Yeah, I didn't reanimator. I didn't even mind that one that we watched recently. King of the Ants. King of the Ants. <laughs> like, that was decent, you know? Yeah, I enjoyed it. And then I have two more. Um, Lucio Fulucci. I love his stuff. Um, House by the Cemetery. Lucio Fulci, yeah. 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 Did I say it wrong? No. Always. No. Um, <laughs> Bags by the Cemetery, New York Ripper. Yeah. City of the Living Dead, yeah. Zombie Flesh Eaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He all, does great All good movies. stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. So a mixture of, of yeah, well, a, and, a good, little, good little mix. Del Tenny, I'll have to say. I'll oh, just have yeah, to put him for, in just because he does good movies. You like his 60s, low-budget yeah, B-movie. Yeah, 60s, low-budget. Yeah. so good. Yeah. If only there was more of it. I know. Sw- he needed more. Little, yeah, small he only did a group of little movies, but... Sorry, three or four movies. I love every like movie that he yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is answering the question, mm-hmm. so yeah. Okay, who's You happy with those choices? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Again, like you want to pick about 20,000. I know, because um, you're all about directors. Yeah, I'm all, and this is like my main obsession. <laughs> so this is like my favorite question at the lot. So thanks, David, for setting <laughs> He's me up He's obsessed with directors. <laughs> um, but I, I'll try and pick six to match Hope's six. Oh, okay. Um, and of course, my number one choice is the very brilliant and very English <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. Okay, yeah. Um, massive fan. It's like it's like almost like a mastermind subject for me. There's like nothing I don't know mm-hmm. about Hitchcock, and I'll argue any debate on Alfred Hitchcock all day long. Right. I know. Which hope Boston often tolerate my I know. I rantings. Re- I remember when I showed you my pop up book. Um, I have a Hitchcock pop-up book and you were giving me shit about it are you really a hitchcock fan yeah <laughs> if you want to see my inner snob you have to just bring up hitchcock and yeah. like shut up and just enjoy it accept it okay <laughs> <laughs> um my second choice okay so hitchcock's tall i'm just gonna say this now hitchcock is number one nothing hitchcock is my main man it's my favorite director and for reasons i could go on all day a bit which i won't after that they're in no order now okay, okay. they're kind of all jumbled around now so my second choice then uh, in this list is nicholas rogue mm-hmm. again the english director mm-hmm. um director of photography uh, also should add because he worked on a whole string of really really good movies for really good directors um, absolutely adore Nicholas Rogue. Um, he passed away last year. And for, for, for a very slim filmography, there's probably about twelve films that he directed, and that's all there is. But I just love every single one of them, and for different reasons. Um, and a couple of them are like among my favourite films of all time. So he's easily a choice. Uh, my third choice, uh, again English, mm-hmm. is Michael Powell. He'll absolutely adore um, sort of post-war cinema the movies that he made with a um, Hungarian guy called Emmerich Pressenberger and together they would know they, they kind of up with their own studio called The Archers mm-hmm. and they made a series of movies during the 40s that are like nothing in British cinema they're the most singular voice in British cinema um, which I absolutely adore and I could go on and on about British cinema of the 40s and 50s and 60s um, so Michael Powell just I, I'd love to do a whole spiel on that but I know I bore people's micronic I'm sure my love for him <laughs> absolutely adore the guy and it's funny because 
people like Nicholas Rugg then and people like Cam Russell who I also could have picked who's also English I've just got a real taste for certain directors um, Peter Greenaway they're all very influenced um, Derek Jarman they're all really <laughs> is this <laughs> in, on your list influ- or are you no, just no, throwing them out I'm there them out. of course um, <laughs> are all very influenced by Michael Powell uh-huh. I just can't stress my I can't stress my love for Michael Powell um, okay just so, like if I was to mention David Lynch and you go on about directors yeah that, 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 yeah they were there before him but he seems to take all the credit um sadly okay so choice four um david cronenberg yeah so i'm actually getting nearer to you now we're coming over the overseas now we're coming mm-hmm. uh, even though he's canadian is just a singular voice in cinema yeah. in general not just horror because i know yeah. we moved away from that kind mm-hmm. of thing yet the, the, the films that he made that weren't part of the genre was felt like they were part of the genre mm-hmm. um just a great great singular voice yeah. and possibly one of the last great directors i think of, mm-hmm. of modern cinema though it looks now it's starting to look now that he maybe have made his last film and maybe early retirement or something for cronenberg now so from the stuff that i read now which is really really sad to me because i still think that the films that he's, he's pushed out in the last 10 years are among his best so he's still got so much more to tell for me um so yes david cronenberg and then sort of fifth and sixth choice my last two i'll pick here if you know i could sit and spiel these directors all day um Stanley Kubrick, who I absolutely love, just because for me personally, from 1957, from 56, then The Killing and Paths of Glory, from there right up to Eyes Wide Shut, which I know a lot of people don't like, but there's not a, there's not a film in there that I don't at least like or love. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's a small body of work. I mean, it's like 12 movies, again, so not many. Um, and all his best work was done in England, mm-hmm. even though he's an American. He, he came over here and, and just the most amazing movies and then my last choice and I have to pick him because he was my favourite director growing up mm-hmm. when I was real little other than Hitchcock obviously uh, is Brian De Palma okay. um, who I absolutely adore yeah. although he, <laughs> to a lot of people he's just a Hitchcock copycat mm-hmm. and, but because I'm such a Hitchcock fan um, I don't quite see it like that I think he had a sing- I think he had his own vision and own story to tell and, mm-hmm. and I, I could sit all day and discuss why I think De Palma and Hitchcock are completely different so um I just love him, really, and I haven't got the, the time to even go on about why I love him so much. Um, but it's black humour is, is a major plus point. Okay, so, yeah, Brian De Palma, um, Kubrick, Cronenberg, Michael Powell, Nicholas Rogue, and Alfred Hitchcock to answer that question. But I want to pick a hundred more for, for my own reasons. <laughs> I know you do. It's killing you right yeah. now. I can see it. I you can, just see in his eyes. His I, eyes are real big, like he's Jonesing or something. <laughs> I'm, cond- I'm condensing. I'm condensing. Okay, um... Do you want to just answer this really silly question by Richard Upton? <laughs> um, quick question from Richard Upton. What's, what's worse? I'm Sleep not. Boy Camp or Season of the Witch? There is no worse in those two. Okay. Um, well, but Pris- Priscilla asked a great question. What is the best Twilight movie? Never seen them. To answer Priscilla, I'm going to pick Twilight Zone the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, Twilight Zone. And to finish great. off with, with these two questions, again by the great David McKellion. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm going to nominate him for an Oscar. I'm going to nominate him for an Oscar. Because it's so good. The questions are so good. Okay, it's one for you, one for me. And this is the last one of the of the, the episode. Okay. This is, what are your top 10 1980s horror films? Oh, that's so my genre, isn't it? 80s. And it's funny because I was going through it and I'm like, oh, well, that one, you're like, no, that's 70s. That's 70s. Oh. Yeah. Oh, boo. I can't put the 70s. Which 70s is really good. Yeah, horror. you could do your own 10 for that as well. Yeah. 70s. In 80s is probably my favorite yeah. genres of horror. Um, I'll have to go Season of the Witch. Yep. Love it. Yes. a great 
sequel, I guess, would you call it? Y- yeah. I mean, you um, know. No, I think it's his own movie, really. It is his own movie, but it's, it's part of the movie. Halloween Yeah, part of the franchise, franchise. unfortunately. Uh, Sleepaway Camp, I'm putting in one and two. As a joint one or, or two, 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 two separate ones? I'm putting in a joint just because, but they are two separate movies. Yeah. They're totally different. And then they have two different Angelas. And, you know, Felissa Rose is the first one. Pamela Springsteen, who is Bruce Springsteen's sister, is the second one. And they're so different. But I remember one summer, I watched part two every fucking weekend. That whole summer, I watched it, part two. And and so I can quote that movie <laughs> like nothing else. So yeah. um, Which you do. Yep, and I know what's coming up, and it's just one of my favorite all-time movies with the first. And the first, you know, just always has that special place, too. So I'll go Sleepaway Camp 1 and 2. Um, My, my Bloody Valentine, the 19... Was it 80? 81. 81. That just is my childhood right there because that was one of the first movies, slasher movies. Um, would you call it a slasher movie? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's one of the first that I fell in love with um, when I was younger besides Halloween. And, um, and you know, Friday 13th. The Boogeyman, 1980. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> that movie's so great. <laughs> it just has everything in it that I love. Yeah, you want to do a, a podcast dedicated to that one film. Yeah. But. It has a great score. <laughs> Here um, she goes. Yeah. <laughs> it has, isn't it, um, a, is it a brother and sister that, yeah. aren't they really uh, brother and sister that play in it? Uh, and yes, the, they are. And, yeah. then, and then the one, uh, her name's, last name's Love, isn't it? And she's, yeah, she's married to the director. Married to the director. Yeah. And uh, God, the kills are so funny. Like They're great. There's the haunted mirror and you, you don't know if she's possessed or what's going on. And it's just an excellent film. If you haven't seen it, you have to see it. Um, Friday Thirteenth Part Three. Yeah, you were gonna put a Friday movie in here, wasn't you? Oh, I have to. And part <laughs> and everyone knows your love for three. Yeah, three D porno theme tune. Porno 3D. theme. Yeah, yeah, it's just excellent. Love that movie. Uh, From Beyond, Stuart Gordon. Stuart Gordon, of course. That's one of my favorite. Um, you know the duo of Barbara Crampton and uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Combs. Combs. Just yeah. those two, I think, work so well together. That and that, Castle Freak. Yeah, because they're they're your. Basically, they're your version of Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, aren't they? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Are you comparing? No, no, I'm totally serious. Like, you know, as most people go, In oh, I horror. love those movies that Michael Douglas made with Kathleen Turner. Oh, I love those movies that Tom Hanks made with Meg Ryan. Oh, but for you, it's I love those movies that Jeffrey Combs made with Barbara Crampton. Yeah, because they did Reanimator, they did From Beyond, they did Castle, Castle Freak. Freak. And what's that one that, that mini... Um... Yeah, because it wasn't finished and lost, wasn't it? Yeah, it the, was... The... Something Abbott? Yeah. Oh, it was it's terrible. The Evil Abbott? No. The Evil Abbott? I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, you are completely. <laughs> um, it was an unreleased Empire movie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That, one's good. that one's good. I think they're just the perfect duo. I love them. Okay. Four more. I'll have to go uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. I, you know, I was torn between this and Dream Warriors because yeah. I think Dream Warriors have uh, like really good effects, but... You know, it's a little bit more campier where the first one is just genuinely creepy. It, it freaked me out as a kid, you know, like when yeah. I watched it. So I think I would have to go with that one because it is... It is still the best, isn't it? It is. It is always the best. I'll have to go... Yeah, you could have put Dream Warriors in your favorite sequels earlier on in the questions when we were picking favorite sequels ever made. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Because it is a really good sequel. Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, see, but I like part four, too. Remember I said yeah. um, I'm, I'm torn because I like the Dream Master. Did you just set me up for 
why is why not Freddy's Revenge? I know. Yeah, well, I think so. Now I know why it's not in there because it sucks. Um, <laughs> Close your ears, people. Okay, three more choices. Uh, House by the Cemetery. Oh, so Lucio Fulci is represented. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that your favorite of his movies? I think so. I don't know. Okay. I I I, I think so. But then New York, that and New York Ripper, because I, I think I was torn between that, those two, the other night, because New York Ripper, you know, quack, quack, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good movie, but it, it's quack, 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 yeah, I totally yeah. forgot, yeah, quack, quack, the, the killer, I yeah. love them, so I would say those two, but I do love, I do have a fondness of the house by the cemetery, Maniac, oh, okay, yeah. Have Joe, to. Joe Spinell's pet project. Love from him. 1980. Yeah, and he's just genuinely creepy <laughs> to look at. Oh, he's, he's great, isn't it? He's a great actor anyway. <laughs> yeah. In, in, anything in, in he does. In, anything he does. Anything. Rocky, taxi driver, everything. Yeah, because um, we watched him recently in something. And I was like, yeah, because he always turns out. He was like, oh, Joe Spinell. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, what's your feelings on the remake very briefly? As we run out of time there. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not going to mention anything that. No. Oh, oh, I do have New York Ripper on my list. Oh. There you go. Oh, so that's the 10. Nope, dolls. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got me all excited. Um, well, yeah, I, I'm lumping New York Ripper in uh, House by the Cemetery. It's a lot of doubles. Yeah, you know what? It's a double bill today, okay? <laughs> Those would be my double bills to see. Okay. To add to the two coffees that you already and had. And dolls, um, yeah, is just cheesy fun. I love anything with creepy dolls and mannequins obviously and and it's Stuart Gordon Um, (laughs) yep and it's Stuart Gordon so there you go those are my 10 they'll probably change but for today and to answer that question that's the 10 you've picked 1080s good Mm. it's a good list plus the double bill there's a couple double bills a couple double bills just to squeeze a few more yeah what do you got well he didn't ask me that question he asked me for my 10 favourite Hammer movies oh your Hammer movies yeah Um, David was playing fair he gave hope a question that she wanted to answer, which would have been anything horror related, would have been a good one for Hope. And then he asked me my 10 favorite Hammer movies. Oh, okay. Which is my final question of the day. So, I mean, I'll try and get through it as quick as I can for you. Okay. Um, and again, it's a difficult one for me because like, you know how much I love the whole everything Hammer related to do with that studio. It's another Alfred Hitchcock for me. I I'd go on and on and on about it. But um, just to answer the question, um, my 10 personal favorite movies made by Hammer would obviously be the, st- the horror stuff they did because as anyone knows, Hammer is a bigger studio than that and they made a lot of different movies, but it's most famous now for the, for the horror movies that it made between 56 and 76. Uh, so the, the 10 I pick and read absolutely no order whatsoever. Of course, they made a series of Frankenstein movies. So, to just pull one out of there, I personally pick Frankenstein Created Woman, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it would have been that, or, or um, Frankenstein Must Be Destroyed. Those are my two favourites from the whole Frankenstein franchise. Um, but Frankenstein Created Woman is, is because I think it asks a lot more questions than the obvious, and mm-hmm. it stands out from the others for reasons that it would take me forever to explain you, but... So that's my first choice. Um, second choice, obviously, again, they're famous for a series of Dracula movies that they made, so poor one out of the seven that they made of those. And as much as I love um, Taste the Blood of Dracula, and I also really, really love um, Dracula as a risen from his grave, I'll pick the first one, the original one, which is Dracula, or in America is known as Horror of Dracula, um, from 1958. So that's the one that represents Dracula for me in this in this uh, series of movies, and of course it's Cushion and Lee together as well, so it's perfect. Again, it's Cushion and Lee from my third choice, which is their version of Arthur Conan Doyle's End of the Baskervilles, um, with Peter Cushion as Sherlock Holmes. Fantastically shot movie by Terence Fisher, absolutely adore it. Um, and it was one again, I because my love for Hammer, as I pointed out in podcasts in the past, it came from my you know the experience of watching these films with my dad, and that was one I remember really vividly 
watching with my dad and enjoying. Mm. Um, so Hand of the Baskervilles is my third choice. Uh, my fourth choice, again, is another one I really remember watching uh, at a young age, which is Curse of the Werewolf um, with Oliver Reed. Mm-hmm. And Oliver Reed made a series of films for Hammer. Um, these are damn paranoiac, um, which I like. I like most of the ones that he did for Hammer, but this is the one where it's like a starring role. Um, it's the only werewolf movie that Hammer made, unfortunately. I'm quite sad about it. But, um, so it's my fourth choice. Um, fifth choice would be The Gorgon. Once again, Cushion and Lee together. Anything that it, when them two were together, it was just like it's so good. And the photography on that one, I think, is one of the best of the whole series. Mm-hmm. Some of the shots in it are like almost gothic fairy tale poetry. They're just so good. My fifth choice would it's just it's too difficult. Um, Quatermass in the Pit, because again, they made a series of Quatermass movies. Um, this being the last one from 1967 and this one also like a lot of influence on John Carpenter as well which I think I've explained in previous podcasts um a lot including the opening credits which Halloween ripped off it's fantastic <laughs> by the way <laughs> get the slow dig in as well um it's like haunts you every course, time yeah, you have just, to mention yeah, that of course uh, it's just, and it's a great it's a great movie um yeah. so yeah that's my fifth choice oh god this is so hard at six I'll pick The Mummy mm-hmm that the first of them, they made like four mummy movies. Well, but the weird thing is, these are the most almost like disliked, but the least liked, I should say, of the Hammer movies. But I really like that series of mummy movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one's done by Terence Fisher from 1959, and again you have Cushion and Lee together, and it's the only mummy movie that they're in, which is kind of sad. But the Shroud of the Mummy is also really fun. Made yeah. a couple of years there, but the first one with Cushion and Lee again, just such a perfect pairing, and love that one. Which leaves me with four more. I like the sort of stuff that they did where they were thinking outside the box. So I'll pick a few of those. When they, it was kind of, they were starting to face competition from America by the late 68, 69. It was going to fade. And into the 70s, everyone says Hammer was on his last legs. But for me personally, it made some of his more inventive movies during that period. Um, one being my seventh choice is Dr. Jackal and Sister Hyde, <laughs> which I absolutely adore. Um, <laughs> it's a funny name. It's just so good. <laughs> and the cast of the Martin Beswick and Ralph Bates playing brother and sister is absolutely brilliant. And that movie completely works because they look alike. It's just such a good movie. Hands of the Ripper. Mm-hmm. Another one from that same sort of 1971-72 period. Again, because it crosses over the Birkenhair, Grey Robin team and Jack the Ripper. And it's just a real... Hammer really thinking it's like the box, I think, with these movies. They were thinking, how can we make these movies a little bit more interesting and, and spruce up? old storylines which I think they did brilliantly uh, with that and then the last two choices even though I want to pick so much more The Vampire Lovers Mm -hmm. because I think when it came to vampire movies nobody can beat Hammer it's just the one thing that they always did absolutely right because the sets were just they were made for like no money yet those sets looked a million dollars and of course it stars Ingrid Pitt who's the queen of of Hammer Um, so it gives her a a most iconic role and Peter Cushion's in it and it's just full of greatness that I can go on about all day which again I won't <laughs> and then for the last choice it's a toss up between The Reptile which I really like um, and Vampire Circus but I'll pick The Reptile mm-hmm. just because it's not a vampire movie <laughs> okay. um, and it was directed by John Gillen who also did Plague of the Zombies which I really like by Hammer as well mm-hmm. um, so yeah The Reptile which I probably prefer to Plague of the Zombies with Jacqueline Pierce is the, the kind of snake woman and, and you've got the sweet scenes out on the moors and stuff and the dry ice floor. I mean, it's just classic Hammer <laughs> so as to answer that question those are my 10 favourite Hammer movies okay well that pretty much answers the questions that we were given um, it's been fun yeah, I've enjoyed it I enjoyed it too and thanks for everyone who participated and wanted to know what our favourite stuff yeah, was yeah and, and shame to the ones that didn't ask any questions <laughs> I'm joking <laughs> but 
just you know feel free to ask us questions keep asking questions because obviously it keeps the brain going yeah yeah and i like when people maybe we should start asking questions doing a top 10 people give us their top 10 yeah favorite start movies asking and them stuff because i like sharing um i i think you have a big knowledge of movies and I think. Uh, well, thank you, Miss Blaze. <laughs> movies and music, I'll stress, because every time I need to know anything, I'll ask you, and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah," and um, you'll you'll spew it out and tell me and tell me if you hate it and love it and everything else about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was fun, and we'll have to do it again on the music. Next. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah. yeah, so we'll do a music ask the questions. Yeah, in, yeah. in twenty five shows time. Yeah, no, maybe less best. than that. But yeah, yeah, maybe less. Okay, so as of episode 25, this is Ian James saying goodbye. And this is Hope saying goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.